Oh, uh, that's funny. <laughs> You've got to start laughing. Stop laughing before we start the podcast, I guess, right? Was uh, I laughing? That requires energy. I don't believe I was laughing. I think I was smiling, looking off into the distance. I'm laughing just at the, the day's look on your face. So that's why you need coffee. I, I can't do caffeine. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. That stuff messes with me big time. See, that's why I'm so amazing and energetic <laughs> all the time. Yeah, but so imagine all the energy I do have for the fact that I don't do coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah. So don't, yeah. <laughs> okay, Melissa, don't drink coffee. I don't know. You change your mind. Do you want more of Melissa? Or do you want Melissa just has she According is? to one of our latest reviews, I think they do. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the best review ever? No, I've, I haven't looked at reviews for a while. Oh, then don't look. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay I no, guess no, I'll let look. me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> I just saw one, which, which uh, actually, it's funny. No, I, I mean, well, I was looking know. at like over six hundred reviews. Yeah, I think we, we dipped down to four and a half stars, but I don't think you saw it. It was like a week ago, and then we and then it we went bad. right back up to five. I try not yeah. to really look that often. I know I sent this to Steve because <laughs> I, uh, I okay. So this review was I think yesterday maybe, and it says first you want to welcome everybody in. Want to welcome in? Oh yeah. Okay. Well. well. When you open the door for somebody else. Welcome in, everybody, uh, to the vaccine conversation with Melissa and Dr. Bob. We have missed you guys. Yeah, yeah well, you haven't missed us because you've been getting podcasts, but we've they, missed no, you. No, they okay. have. You know why? why? Because we've only we had one release two weeks ago. Right. And like then the week. second episode of this week's not coming out until today. So right, right. really, so, yeah, I think okay. there's a little withdrawal happening. Probably miss this too. But yeah, you know, I totally agree. I miss doing this because it's not only, I think, a, you know, we get to talk and connect, but yeah, I totally, I totally feel that connection with, with the listeners. You know, I, I do and there's so it. many things to be able to talk about and share. So that's exciting. I know. Exactly. But, but back to the review. Yeah, which right. it says five stars. I see. I'm more at five stars now. By the way, I'm really tired. Yeah. So in case you guys, this is my tired radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> which you know what? For many of you out there, this might be preferential. You might actually like this version of me better. And we'll talk about that on another podcast today. Yeah. Um, but I am exhausted, but I will get revved up as this goes along. You will probably hear the difference between the beginning of this episode and the end. But um, here is a, a review, which is great. It says, this is entertaining as well as educational. I love this. this is on iTunes. It said, it's a great conversation. Just the right combination of entertainment and information, which I think was always your goal, right? right. Is to right. have that level of communication. Me with an inner entertainment and Melissa oh, with the yes, information. Sure. Right. And it's, but I, this guy, whoever you are, I love you. It said, initially I came to listen to Dr. Bob, but I stayed to listen to Melissa. <laughs> Isn't that the sweetest? Yeah, you know, I, I'm just going to stop you there because I totally get that because that's exactly what I thought the first time I saw you speak. Aww, no, seriously. Thanks. I totally thought the same thing. But he said, don't feel bad, Dr. Bob. You contribute to the conversation too. <laughs> but I, I thought, I actually just love that review. Not not yeah. at all because it says anything negative about you, but because um, I don't think it does. But, but it's nice to know 
you know, somebody could be like, who is Melissa? Why is she talking about this? And, and you know what? I share some of those sentiments. <laughs> I mean, I, why am I talking about this? And what makes me, quote unquote, qualified to have this conversation? And the only thing I can say is I have met some of the most educated and intelligent parents who have so much to contribute. They have so much to offer. They have, you know, exceptional educational backgrounds with... Uh, years of professional skills that they've had in whatever their lines of work. And to discount all of these people because they are not doctors or are not public health officials, Mm -hmm. um, I think is, uh, is a bad way to go for our movement because there is so much to contribute and we are already demonized as just being parents, but they forget that these parents are attorneys and these parents are healthcare practitioners and these parents are CEOs and and presidents and scientists. These are people that have um, bachelors in science, people that have masters in science, people that have PhDs. We're talking about people that run some of the best and biggest and uh, the types of businesses that contribute to the world on their own life. And then all of a sudden, when it comes to this issue, they're just parents. You know, right, there's so much right. irony in that. And I, so I'm just a parent with a, with a high educational background and, and a professional background who felt like I had something to contribute to this. And I'm meeting lots and lots of parents just like me. And so I encourage people and I've had lots of people message me that are just like me uh, saying, oh, I listen to the podcast and, you know, this is what I do. And they're extensive, you know, credentials and their resume is just so impressive. And they're um, finding their voice in this movement. So uh, we are all parents, even people like Dr. Bob, who is a doctor, but also a parent. We are all parents and we all have something to contribute. So please, anybody out there, don't let anyone tell you why does your voice matter on this debate or why should you be able to weigh in? You absolutely should be able to weigh in. And I'm like I said, I've met some of the smartest and intelligent people um, in this. And so... Um, so anyway, yeah. so it's yeah. nice to hear somebody say yeah. like yeah. that, that they, they think there's some value to it. That makes me feel good. Um, right. And I... I want to say that person's exact review, that is completely why I teamed up with you. Um, one of the reasons. I mean, because I know, I, mean, I feel like I'm a really good writer and I love writing, but I, I honestly feel like I'm not really that great of a speaker. And and when I saw you speak, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're, I mean, people would be, are so drawn to your speaking style and they, they love learning and you're so intelligent. And um, And I thought, Oh my gosh, if you know if I could I guess maybe combine like some of my stuff with what you do, I feel like that would be that would, you know, bring more people to to our conversation. And And it's so funny too because um most people don't know this, but like I never did any speaking ever in my life before town halls for 277 when right, we first met. Right. Oh wow. And, and this oh, is cool. just to show other parents out there you might think this isn't you. You don't have the ability to speak on this or educate people. You would be surprised at the skills that will uh, reveal themselves to you in times yeah, yeah, of, of yeah. 
stress and the times of, of when we're scrambling and we're being pushed against a wall, you would be surprised because speaking was one of my least favorite things to do. You know, I'm a singer and I'm used to being on stage, but you love talking. I do. I do like to talk. (laughs) I talk in person with people. I, I love to talk with people and, um, but being on stage talking and speaking to a couple hundred people who are literally listening to your every single word um, is a terrifying experience, I think, for most people. And until you do it frequently, it won't become more comfortable. And, uh, you know, even for us, there are, you know, moments it's uncomfortable. But it's just funny to hear somebody say that, to give me a compliment on something that I have never done that I've never felt uh, confident in and comfortable with. Like, whenever I would be introduced during a singing performance, like I literally would be like cueing the people to start the music on the way up to the microphone <laughs> yeah. because I just always felt so awkward with those opening remarks, you know, on a mic. I just, it always <laughs> well, was Well, yeah, okay. I, yeah, that's true. You do look awkward up there <laughs> a little bit. When, but I, I mean, I'll just, I just want to add that um, you were the first friend that I made in this fight that I felt like, I felt like was exactly on my level of... I guess like being pro vaccine versus anti vaccine versus being in the middle. You were like exactly on my same page, and like everything I would think, you would think also, or, or you might be a little bit different level. Yeah, but and, within the same. Right, right, and 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 even on a lot of our conversations, you even often will say. Like I have an idea and I want to say, let's talk about this. And you're like, well, no, that's a little bit too like anti-vaccine. We need to kind of bring it more into the middle or, or like I would do the same thing and we kind of balance each other out. So, I mean, it, that's, it's just like, I mean, every person I talk to in this, in this battle, you know, I have so many friends in this battle that I really love and, and, and get together with, um, but I've never met someone that's like just on the exact same wavelength uh, on, on pretty much every issue and every aspect of this issue. So I, I don't know. I just felt we'd be a kind of a fun, interesting match in this, and it seems like we are because that was four years ago. And yeah, and and maybe we should this. just segue into that topic for this for this episode okay. about labeling and and the reviews yeah, yeah, since yeah. this is kind of in line yeah. with that. We're talking about reviews anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be a long episode. Yeah, um, yeah. but no, why don't idea. yeah why don't we move forth with that? Because was there did you do you have the reviews no. pulled up? Oh no no for that or no no yeah. no oh, yeah, no yeah. it's more a discussion yeah, about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I told Dr. Bob the other day, you know, the review I read this morning is nice and favorable. Um, <laughs> you mean not every review is? Not every review is favorable. And and let me tell you guys, like, I will admit to all of you listening right now, I am not everybody's cup of tea. Like, that's the reality is I have a kind of personality um, that somebody explained to me the other day, which is a friend of mine, which made so much sense, is... Um, the str- the kind of strong personality that I have ends up having polarizing reviews. Right. Uh, actually, we were talking about the middle ground episode is what we were talking about okay. and how people on there reviewing me were attacking my bangs <laughs> like most of the time <laughs> and not what I was saying. They were attacking what they thought of me being bitchy and aggressive. And some of the reviews said, I look like the kind of person that would complain to the manager that the food's not right. (laughs) You know, stuff like that, which, hey, I'll be honest, if I order something specific and I'm paying for that meal 
and it does not come out how I how I wanted it. And I'm not talking right. about like the garnish is on the wrong side of the plate, <laughs> but I'm talking like I asked for no cheese and now this thing is covered in cheese and I'm trying to avoid dairy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I will send that back. Yeah, Cheryl's the exact same way. She's yeah, you know, she uh, very you know politely and respectfully, you know. Yeah, exactly. Restaurants are but what happens that way for her too. Yeah, what happens when you're a woman who is well, but, strong? Sorry, can I just say yeah. I mean Go. it's funny about the bangs because you know, way back in two seven seven people you know, said the same comments about your bangs. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On some of the reviews of, mm. of all that went down. Yeah, and yeah, which My is bangs. Which, yeah. Okay. Listen, anyway. guys, these bangs—they're here to stay. Like, just you know what? Get used to <laughs> anyway, welcome so, the bangs. We need a yeah. hashtag. Accept the bangs. They're yeah. there. They're there to stay. Yeah. Um, it's how I make myself look younger. No, I'm just kidding. It's a, it's just, it's, I like them. I love my bangs. I get so many compliments on yeah. them. Like, honestly, like, and it's just a way to look like my hair is done without doing anything. So yeah. it is working for me. I'm sorry for those. It's not I, working for I me. I went with bangs today, too. <laughs> I just cut my hair really short. And, and so everything's just sort of... Anyway, yeah. Yes. What were you talking? You're talking about more, something more important than your bangs. <laughs> no, sorry. I just said, I was just thinking, and I know that there are other women out there listening who have in their lives... Been accused of being too strong, too much, mm-hmm. um, uh, having too many opinions. And I've mentioned this before on this podcast that um, we still absolutely live in a patriarchal society. Like, we cannot deny that that is the reality. Um, mm-hmm. We've come a long way, sure, but there's a lot of like subconscious biases, a lot of ingrained generalizations and stereotypes about women that still make it like if you're going to have an opinion, it better not be strong because a strong opinion from a woman is either irrational, emotional, hysterical, or uh, just not as valid as that same exact strong opinion from a man. And so we still live in that environment. And so what happens is if you end up being one of those women that is like, I'm going to let my voice be heard, or in my case, I don't want to hear my own voice. I want to discredit something that's false. And so like if somebody right. says something wrong, I will stand right. back up to that. Right. Not because yeah. I'm like everybody listen to me, but more right. like no, that's wrong. Let me correct that thing. Mm-hmm. I want I want solutions. Um right. So in the end, that turned out being my voice as part of that, but that was never my intention, especially in right. this fight. Right. In this movement, I never wanted to be, I mean, I did not want my face on the banner for this podcast, you know, originally. <laughs> I did not, I don't yeah. put my first and last yeah. name and everything on everything because I, I, the only time I will add my name to something is if it's a factual analysis or a post or something that I utilize facts. I notice that, yeah. And I do that because I want people to have a way to come back to the source citations. Mm -hmm. And if they have questions and Mm -hmm. they don't believe it, then I want them to know where they can come to 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 where I can prove it to them. Not because I want everybody to be like, hey, look at me. And that's the thing about me is like, as much as um, we're at these town halls and I'm up on that stage and we're doing this podcast, it has never, ever been my intention to be at all a face of this movement, right. not because I'm I'm ashamed to be associated with it, not in any way. I don't want to be a face of any movement. I want to be able to have my life and yeah, um, yeah and yeah, and I I totally notice about that notice that about you, and I I feel like you're totally right when you said you're, you're not everyone's cup of tea because you're so confident and poised and energetic and intelligent. 
people then kind of assume that you love the limelight yeah, and you love, I can see that. yeah, and you totally just eat it up and mm-hmm. because you are a performer. And I think performers right. are, you're, you're trained to come across that way. I want to tell everybody. Right. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, I had a good point. That was a good, I mean, that's no, a good, I haven't right. even thought about that. Right. But, but I, um, but I want to tell, you know, our audience, you know, and, and something I, something that you don't see about Melissa is every time I try to, um, like, compliment you or like thank you for doing something you did a great job you're just you're like okay let's move on to the next thing or you know i mean you, you accept it you, you're appreciative of it especially i think you know you know personal comments and stuff or, or compliments but but i feel like you don't need that from you you like you just want to keep doing the work and move on to the next thing you don't need praise and compliments and like and so i think every time you do something amazing in our writing or whatever and i'm i'm always like oh that's so awesome i love what you did you're like you you say thanks i mean i think you're very appreciative but you like it's like you don't need that mm-hmm. you're just like okay let's you know um you know it's like that you don't that doesn't feed your ego because you don't need your ego fed because mm-hmm. you're already a very, you know you're very confident and so i just yeah. i just totally notice that about you you're very humble you're you're you know, you never look humble, you know, like in public, but you're incredible, an extremely humble person just on a personal level because you, uh, you, again, you, you don't need, you don't need, I think that, that kind of, uh, feedback, although you, I'm sure you appreciate it just as much as the next Well, person. I'll tell you what I appreciate. I appreciate the comments and messages that I get from people that mm-hmm. say that the work that we're doing helps to empower them or educate yeah, them or yeah. has changed their lives. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff where I go, oh my God, this is making a difference. Yeah, that feeds you because that people are doing it. It's not because you're doing it. It's because people are, are getting it's fed by this. It's not complimenting me. Right. It's complimenting our work right. that it initiated action within somebody else. And that yeah. is so yeah. powerful to me. It's the same totally, way yeah. that I've learned in singing performances. You know, I've been singing professionally since I was 13. Mm-hmm. My initial approach to singing was, let me impress everybody with my voice. Let me do the big notes. Let me do the runs. Mm-hmm. Let, me do, let me make this complicated so that you, at the end of the performance, will be like, wow, you're such a good technical singer. Yeah. I'm impressed by what you did. Well, as okay, I, can I... Can I guess what I think you, were, you changed to? Go ahead. Like, you want people to feel you, like feel you through your music, feel your... I don't know, just your your heart and your your person. You want them to be then touched by it, not by the skill, but by the just by the the heart of it. I guess I'm just guessing. Okay, so it's right. partly right. right. I I don't want them to feel me. I want them to feel something. Okay, right. And the greatest compliment I can mm-hmm. ever get that I do get often when I perform now, which is the most rewarding thing I can hear, is when someone says, "I was moved to tears." Wow, this okay. song well, made me think of a loved one, a friend, a whoever, my life, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was moved during your song. I felt something and I re- it resonated with me. It's like, to me, the power level of that is, you know, um, infinitesimally. Uh, yeah. um, how would I say that? I guess maybe that's not the right word. It's exponentially. That's what okay. I'm looking for. <laughs> exponentially greater than the person who said, oh my God, you just did a run with four notes effortlessly and you were, your pitch was perfect. You landed well. Uh, yeah, yeah. The timing was great of that run. Yeah. You just held a note for 10 seconds. You had this perfect power on, you know, whatever. Yeah. The technical aspects of singing, I realized the let me impress you with my what I do 
that's an that is the ego feeding thing where when you say I want to transmit something to you, right. I want to be a conduit, I want right. to be a messenger mm-hmm. of something. And when somebody can actually feel something that you initiated, that's the kind of stuff. And this is no different. Yeah. This is exactly the same. Yeah, what we're doing here. Yeah, and 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 then uh, yeah, I guess we were going to talk about. Anti-vaccine. I mean, that's what, labels. Yeah, that's yeah, I guess that's today's topic. Right, but, but no, that's yeah, part yeah. of it. Well, first, yeah, no, I right, wanted to do right, the yeah. reviews. Uh, talk about this idea yeah. of reviewing people. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we'll talk about the labels. So yeah. um, I'll put this in two things so that you know. So the first. So what I wanted to talk about when when we do get those reviews that maybe aren't so. Um, Favorable, and I'm not talking about the people who think we're misinformation. Because I mean, honestly, I pay zero attention to somebody who's right. who ha- somebody who's going to leave a review or personally feels that we are giving misinformation. I'll just if you're listening right now, I give you zero attention, and right. I give you zero attention because you're full of it. Right. Like the bottom line is, you are absolutely wrong. There is nothing in what we've ever said. Right. That is misinformation, inaccurate information, or unfactual information. Right. A- ab- absolutely. And people people label everything that has to do with a vaccine side effect, a vaccine reaction, vaccine risk, lack of vaccine safety studies. Questioning which is all, anything. Questioning everything. That's all labeled as misinformation. Mm-hmm. You know, we call it more information or just plain old just information. Just information, yeah. Informed consent. But no, you're right. That, that's what everyone labels. And so... I guess if you're if you want to give us a really negative review and you want us to read your review, make it a three star review. You know, I, I read the three stars, the four stars. stars. No, yeah, I, I mean, I, I skip all the one stars because I know they're they're not you know they're not going to give us constructive criticism. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I read the three star stuff because they're going to be like, yeah, I like this and I didn't like this, and you know, here's some constructive you know feedback. Well, I'll say that. Uh, anybody that starts off a review with you two are dangerous and are monsters and need <laughs> right. to, you know, like mm-hmm. I wouldn't even read it, not because it's not favorable, but because it's not accurate. Like I am not worried about anything right. that we're doing being any anywhere remotely close to that because I know the level of research and I know the level of accuracy right. in what we are talking about. Listen, I'm sorry if it goes against the mainstream. I'm sorry if you've been told something else the rest of your life. This doesn't go along with that. That makes you uncomfortable and you feel the need to lash out at us. Mm-hmm. But I will not apologize for this information because this information is 100% accurate and I stand by that 100%. I'm not worried that we are swaying people with misguided, you know, or skewed. Mm-hmm. No, there is right. there is none right. of that in this. And we are really careful about making sure that everything we bring, we bring to the table. We're going to have our own opinions on it and we have a right to those opinions. Mm-hmm. But nowhere in this, have we ever told somebody to think or feel or act or be a certain way? Absolutely not. And people that think this is one-sided, listen, I'm not going to waste my time. Right. I'm not going to waste yeah. one half of every single episode rehashing for you the thing that you have heard 40 times already today on exactly. NPR and CNN and AAP and the CDC and every right. other yeah, organization. Yeah, we said that in the first episode. We said, you know, that we, we will be balanced and objective and give that side when it's important. Uh, but you're right. We're not going to, you know, it, it, it is just a, a waste of of your time and our time, you're right because you you're totally right. You you are already hearing that we are trying to give you the middle ground and the other side that you're not hearing. So to clarify, ever. yeah, because right. one of you said, yeah, you said that in your first episode, but it turns out this is very it's very biased. So listen, our viewpoint is very middle ground. 
what we are providing you is, yes, going to be everything that contradicts what's being said. Because again, I'm not going to waste my time repeating what has been heard over and over and over again. The reason we have this podcast is because what we're, what we're being, um, what we are hearing over and over again is not the whole story. That's the whole reason we have this podcast. Exactly. And, and, And if you want something balanced, every single one of our disease episodes are and, and we we do say all the you know all, all the exact you know gory details of each disease. I I get you know down and dirty with it and say, yeah, this horrible thing could happen to you from that disease, and I tell you how likely it is. And uh, but I bet the one star reviewers aren't even happy with that because then we we share the other side. We share the vaccine risk very openly. But I think if you're looking for if if you really just want. Only the objective episodes. Just look through the menu and listen to each of our disease episodes, and yeah, and you will you will get both sides without the PR. You know, but I don't the, know if that's PR. even objective. I think yeah. if you want things that reinforce your choice to fully vaccinate your children and follow everything the way that you've been told. This just isn't the podcast. Yeah, yeah, for you. yeah. They're not listening to episode forty-three. I mean, know, today. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're they stopped after you know two or three episodes. And it's not right. because we're trying to be one-sided or biased mm-hmm. or anything else. We are trying to offer a conversation that's not happening. Right. And in order to have a conversation on a complex topic, you have to have both sides. So right. what's happening is there is essentially you know what I basically see as propaganda. Like you're basically being getting paid information that is only on one side of a very complicated and complex topic. I don't believe any complex topic, religion, politics, all these things. uh, You can never have one side of the information to make your own informed and educated opinion. You have to have both sides. Where are you going to get the other side of this? Um, It's not happening anywhere. Right, exactly. And you basically need to completely go outside of the media mm-hmm. PR system if you are going to get objective information. Everything you're being fed through the media, and sadly, uh, largely through your own personal physicians, are simply carefully crafted media sound bites that, that were yeah. talking bites that were specifically crafted to make you accept something. You are, you are, Never getting an objective scientific opinion from from the media. Shouldn't say never, but virtually never. Almost not right. now. Almost now never, it's gotten right. so much worse. Like right. ten years ago, yeah, there yeah, was some it was, it was of that. Better, out right, there. right. It's yeah. So I think now. I think we basically try to give you the 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 non media PR version of both sides of the issue. I, I guess is kind in, of what, in our viewpoint, what we're but but what we're, our content is going to be focused on right. the side that's not being shown. Don't misinterpret that as meaning that we are one-sided. We are not one-sided. We're trying to bring a one-sided conversation that's already one-sided to the table and bring the right. other side of right. it, which is what we're doing. Right. But speaking of constructive criticism, okay, so <laughs> um, when I know, okay, I'll speak for myself because I maybe you did feel this way, but for me, when I ask people to give reviews... I'm not asking you to weigh in on our personality styles, our personality characteristics, um, how loud someone's voice is, how often (laughs) someone talks. I'm not asking you to weigh in on whether you think I'm too passionate, which is an actual review. I'm too passionate, according to this review. And being too passionate, according to this reviewer, makes me too anti-vaccine. Right. And, and I'll address that uh, in a second, but this idea of 
constructive criticism being let's attack the person in our review. That's not what I'm looking for. And I don't think that's constructive. If you have a a personal note that you think you want to address that you feel has a place that really could make a difference, you should message us at Immunity Education Group Facebook page. Make that a private message. To do a public iTunes review about somebody's personality style is ineffective. This has nothing to do with the conversation we're having. And so when I ask for reviews, I want to know the topics that really resonated with you, how you were able to take this conversation and start it in your own circles and what the, what the feedback was, how you've had successes in this now because you feel empowered. Um, if there's yeah. a topic you, wanna, you want us to cover that we haven't covered, put that in a review so that we can see it. Please don't waste your time and our time. Are you okay? <laughs> Please don't waste anyone's time reviewing us and who we are as people. Mm-hmm. Because that's the part where I think that as a culture, we've gotten really far out of line. Every social media article, people are just jumping on who, right. how somebody looks. Right, right. But yeah, how but they're e- dressed. But even that's a PR tactic. You're right. You know, they, they've been attacking me that way for yeah. years because pretty much no one can say anything scientifically against anything I write. And, you know, other doctors have published science articles and everything. They can't refute it on the science, so they basically attack the person. Yeah, and then that's what the, that's what they that's what they do in the media, and that's a very effective media tactic. And it's very immature, yeah. right? And right. it feels yeah. like being on the you know the school playground and having right. somebody attack you for having too big of a nose right, or having exactly. hair that is thin or whatever the things yeah. could be for somebody. Yeah, yeah, you know, bullying and public shaming yeah. uh, are they are great tactics on the playground. You're right, and if you know if you were in elementary school, that would that would be awesome. I mean, if you want to be a grown up in a, adult and be a scientist and have a, you know, a, an intelligent conversation. You're right. There is no, there is no room for bullying and public shaming. And what's interesting is we are constantly trying to teach our children to not be that way yet as a, as a society, <clears throat> wow. Sorry. As a society, adults are that way they're in this modeling. fight. Yeah. yeah they're they're totally, you know, you in the media, um, you know, people on the, on the pro mandate side, you know, the ardent pro vaccinationists that, that we great, just listened to, term, uh, yeah. um, they are bullies and they're public yes. shaming. They're, yes. they're kindergarten, they're, you know, kindergartners on the playground essentially. And, and they lose, I think they lose a lot of, they lose a lot of credibility for that. But the sad thing is it works in the among i think the uneducated public like it, the uneducated masses they buy into it they believe it works with the lowest common it. denominator yes yes exactly the lowest right. common denominator will resonate with that level of communication but i got news right. for you I'm not the lowest common denominator. <laughs> I am not. Yeah. I am operating I, I'm not at a the higher, lowest either, right? I'm. I'm you're not somewhere. close. No, we are operating at a higher level here. You want to. You mm-hmm. want to go at me? Argue me on my content. Right. Right. Do not talk about how I talk. Um, uh, how passionate I am right. or my hair. Okay. Seriously, like, <laughs> like argue my content. You have a problem with something I've said yeah. because you think it lacks yeah. scientific basis. Then come at me, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So okay? here's the, here's the challenge. Here's the challenge. If you want to be, a, if you want to write a one-star review, write a one-star review. Don't start it out with, with a personal text. Start it out with, I have a scientific question about your content, Melissa or Dr. Bob. Here's my question. 
I'm happy to happy to read that and you know uh, and and give you some feedback on it. Well, I mean, as long really as it's not a PR question. Well, uh, maybe we can't even review on, it. Yeah, yeah, but, but on on the episode, yeah. yeah I mean, we we can do it on the episode anyway. Challenge, so, you know, there's your challenge. Right? Yeah. So listen, and this doesn't just go for our show. If you are going around on social media sites weighing in with what you think is your valuable opinion and you are attacking people's personality traits, you're doing it all wrong. Okay, it is not effective to attack how somebody looks, how they act, how they talk. You should be reviewing people on content, on mm-hmm. content. And this goes for anybody, not just on a podcast, on anything that you see people right. on Facebook saying. Uh, right, right. But, but then it's just, you know, my study versus your study. You but know, that's, like, not, that's not the conversation right. I'm saying. If, you're, if you have a problem with content, then you should say, I have, you're discussing waning immunity. And from my understanding, um, according to my doctor, these vaccines have lifelong immunity. So this doesn't feel like something that's accurate. You know, do you want to defend that concept? Okay, Mm -hmm. you don't believe waning immunity exists? Okay, let's show you where it exists. And then once we agree that that's something that exists, we can wipe that one off the table. Right. This is not going to be going after people and it's not going to be personal insults and it's not going to be my study versus your study because I have news for everyone. There are studies on both sides. Right. I'm not going to deny that there aren't studies that support what they're saying. Right. Of course there are studies that support what they're saying. Right. I've never been one to say you have no science to prove this. There's a lot of science to prove a lot of what's being said, but there is not a lot of that science in many cases. Some some cases there's none of that as it relates to like the cumulative vaccine schedule mm-hmm. and the health of long-term effects. But there is also a lot of funded science. Right. And so, yes, you're going to be able to show me an article. I, I will never sit here and tell you that that's not a possibility. I know that I've seen those articles. I've seen them. But what I'm telling you is that there are also other articles. And the fact right. that those other articles exist should be enough to raise the red flags right. about how certain we are right. that the science is settled. Right. And I think a lo- another way is is there's a lot of assumptions that have been made where people assume there's science out there that supports something where there really is not. True. And and so yeah, and so a lot of time and then and then we'll have science that that shows the other side of it, you know, where where the actual complete opposite of that assumption is true. And and so that that's where a lot in a lot of ways. But I don't know, so I, we we do you want to even make um Labeling uh, the next episode. And oh, no, that, I mean, um, I mean, we no, were. I what it is? We're forty minutes into this one. We just we or, missed you guys. That's no, why. Uh, Not quite right. Okay. Well, thirty-five minutes into this. But one. part of that was just opening. Yeah. yeah okay. So right. okay. So let me just. Or do you want to? I don't know. Sure. I guess we can make it a reviews episode. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All yeah. right. Okay. Well, we've Sorry, been wondering guys. if you guys want like. M- more frequent episodes that maybe are a little shorter. Maybe we'll do I that I think a so. Bit. I yeah. think that's probably, we'll go with that for a little bit. Okay, all right. Sorry, guys. I was going to go somewhere else. <laughs> we'll come back with a second episode that talks, and this is, I'll give you the hint. Yeah. We're talking about this idea of labeling in this movement, labeling something anti-vaccine, labeling someone an anti-vaxxer. Who creates the labels? Mm-hmm. What do they mean? What are the connotations? And what's the real purpose behind the labeling? So we're going to go into that next right. episode. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining yep. us. Please do not give me a bad review about this review about reviews. <laughs> I know, but, but this was fine. This wasn't even, you know, science or anything. I just, sometimes we just love talking. This you is know, the conversation, conversation. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we will catch you next time.
The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as medical advice. Always consult your healthcare professional for information on vaccines and infectious diseases.